Welcome, friend, to the trifecta of joy. What is the trifecta? Awareness, befriending your inner critic, and raising your vibe. This podcast is about you, your life, your adventure, and how to live it juicy. Our podcast is brought to you by Perfectly Imperfect Life Coaching. Download your free joy guide at www.freejoybook.com. A gift from us to you. Again, www.freejoybook.com. I'm your host, Tanya Gill. But really, we're in this together. Connected, sharing, and adventuring through life. So let's do it with joy. Hi, friends. Welcome to the trifecta of joy. I am so glad you are here. Today, I want to talk about something a little bit mm, relevant and a hot topic right now. And that hot topic is Barbie. Yes, the craze is here. Barbie is back. Although really, has she gone anywhere? You know, Barbie's hot new return may have brought a shortage of pink paint and a real resurgence of all things Barbie. All you have to do is hit the mall, turn on a radio, watch TV. Um, Social media is all over Barbie right now as Barbie the movie is getting ready to come out. And, you know, I have to say that one of the things that I've been thinking about so much is the nostalgia and recognition of how she has evolved over the years. And, you know, here's the interesting piece for me. We were on a family vacation last week and my bonus daughter bought two Barbie t-shirts and they're cute, they're fun, they're colorful. And of course they scream all things Barbie. And I know that Barbie is all the rage right now, but I also noticed how easily she just purchased these shirts because well, quite frankly, they were cute. Okay. They were just super, super cute, but you know, I have to ask myself, and maybe you're wondering too, why is Barbie the movie and all things Barbie making such a powerful comeback? And I think that it's nostalgia. You know, when I was a girl, I draped towels over dining room chairs to create rooms to my Barbie's mansion, which was actually just the dining room table. And I spent hours building Lego furniture for her and creating stories about how she was going to the library or going for for coffee with friends or going shopping, of course, to buy new clothes. And, you know, it was one of those things where my Barbie and I spent so much time together. I would get her ready for dates with Ken, which, by the way, is a doll I never had. And and my Barbie had pet goats. Um, so you know what? Like we, the sky was the limit when it came to Barbie. She planned dinner parties with friends and I consistently helped her redecorate her home because like, you know how it goes, right? Like you always got to be changing things up. And I was one of those kids who didn't have a lot of Barbie furniture. So I would craft them from boxes, Kleenex boxes. I made a hot tub out of a Kleenex box for her. And I would use ribbons to make curtains and anything I found around the house, I could craft into something for my Barbie. And it was really a powerful playtime for me. Barbie was my friend. 
And, you know, like for hours and hours, I would struggle to change her perfect body with those stiff arms and stiff legs into the awkwardly sewn clothes that my mom made because store-bought clothes were just too costly. I also would roll up little tiny balls of tape and stick them in her shoes so that she could keep her shoes on while she walked across her mansion from her couch to the Lego desk that I had built to the bathroom that I built out of Again, there was Lego and there was a Tupperware container and all of those fun things because, you know, it was an opportunity to get creative with Barbie. And, you know, I have to say, oh, Barbie, 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 we were great friends. I wonder how many times I'm going to say Barbie in this um, podcast, actually. As I think about it, I know it's going to be a lot. But I really wanted to talk about Barbie because I think she's been a part of many of our lives. Hours of my life were spent with Barbie and we had play dates with other Barbies where I personally would ooh and ah at my friend's Barbie apartment and camper van or Jeep, all of the things that Barbie had and that my friends had. And you know, for me, a highlight, one of the greatest highlights of my life, and you probably can relate possibly to this was one year Santa brought me a camper van for my Barbie. And actually it wasn't the camper van. It was the motor home. It was the motor home, the big, long yellow motor home. And it was such a symbol of freedom. Like I was like, Barbie's going on a trip. She's hitting the road. And I have to admit, that having a Barbie motorhome, even though I was only four, still gave me status among my friends. Isn't that interesting? So I wonder, like, as I talk about Barbie, are you revisiting some of your Barbie experiences? Because if you had a Barbie, you probably recognize that your experience with her was yours and yours alone. And really, Barbie brings back memory. The nostalgia is that Barbie brings back memory of a simpler time for many of us. Hours of playing pretend. And the difference between Barbie and other dolls was that those other dolls were baby dolls where we mothered them. And Barbie was a woman. So we actually got to take our imagination and pretend to be an adult doing adult things right? We were doing adult things with Barbie. She had dates and she had, she had shopping to do and she was an adventurer and she was independent. Ken was her platonic boyfriend, not her husband. She was doing all of it herself. And I have to tell you, when I started thinking about Barbie, I fell down a little bit of a rabbit hole because I think that Barbie's pretty controversial. And I know for me, over the years, I've had many different kinds of relationships with the concept of Barbie. And so I fell, fell down a rabbit hole, quite frankly, of research, because I wanted to know a little bit more about Barbie and how she came to be, and also talk about what she's meant for so many of us through the years. So she debuted in March of 1959. And since then, she's brought, let, let, let's be real, 
She's brought both positive and negative reactions through the years. She's been a hot topic between mothers, within the feminist movement, and in childcare settings. People, I remember a time when people were saying Barbie didn't belong in a daycare because of her body. Um, and so, but baby dolls did. So isn't that interesting? So, you know, I just thought, let's talk about Barbie because Barbie the movie's coming out and I wonder if you're going to see it. I know that I will see it. I've watched the trailer and the trailer, quite frankly, made me laugh. They said, if you hate Barbie, this movie is for you. If you love Barbie, this movie is for you. And quite frankly, when I watched the trailer, I laughed and I thought, yep, it's going to be kitschy. But you know what? There's a nostalgia piece to it. And it's a lot of pink. Pink's my favorite color. Um, but I know it's a lot of pink and I'm not one who would, for example, puke pink throughout my house, but Barbie's back. Barbie, the movie is coming out and I want to talk a little bit about some of the controversy around her because there's been a bit. So the most significant controversy has always been around Barbie's appearance. She has a tiny waist enormous breasts, and it is estimated that if she were a real woman, her measurements would be 36, 18, 38, and her human shoe size would be, are you ready for this? Three. Now, think about those Barbie feet. She would have to walk on her tippy toes always. So lots of people claimed that Barbie provided girls with unrealistic and harmful examples that fostered negative body image. Is there a human being on this planet without a ton of plastic surgery that has the measurements of 36, 18, 38? Like realistically, that is not a real body. So there was, and I think still is, a lot of questions around the potential harm that could come from the subtle messaging that Barbie brings to impressionable young minds. I went on the Barbie website, and when I went on the Barbie website, I realized that Barbie is a lot more than she used to be. Um, but I went back into thinking about her release in the 50s. So when she was released in the 50s, there were critics who also believed that she was way too liberal. She was a single teenaged fashion model. She had various jobs, lived independently, and had a never-ending supply of designer outfits, cars, and of course, dream houses. My cousin, oh my goodness, my cousin had the Barbie apartment with the elevator where you pulled the strings and she went up and down from floor to floor. I don't know how many times Barbie rode the elevator from one floor to the next because, quite frankly, it was an apartment and it was an elevator. It was amazing to me. So Barbie has been around for so long. And yet people have had many different ideas about her. Some thought that she was encouraging materialism and consumerism. Others were really uncomfortable in the 50s and 60s about how she challenged traditional gender roles. She never married Ken. He was her platonic boyfriend. She was an independent woman. And as a parent of boys, I personally was so relieved that I didn't have to deal with Barbie things. 
However, I also realized that had they wanted dolls, I may be having an entirely different conversation. And for a time, I can honestly say I was disgusted by Barbie. I felt that she really did stand for objectification of women and and did present unrealistic body image ideas. And quite honestly, when my kids were invited to birthday parties, I ensured that the gifts were exploratory and invited creativity. And my intention was always that I would not contribute to that subtle body image messaging and rather encourage their minds to grow. And so, you know, like, yep, I, I mean, I'm a feminist, I'll say it. And I was like, there is no way that I am going to feed that message to children. Of course, if you've been following the podcast, you know that my mission with Perfectly Imperfect is to help others see the light within themselves. And as part of self-love summer, this means embracing body positivity and supporting women to love the light within themselves over the desire to get lighter to meet some kind of societal standard. And Barbie has changed so much since her introduction, but we also have to recognize that she still has a long-standing influence. And that's kind of fascinating. So I have to ask you, do you remember the song Barbie Girl by the Danish band Aqua? So if we rewind all the way back to 1997, Aqua released Barbie Girl. And the lyrics include, I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Life is plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair and dress me everywhere. Imagination. Life is your creation. Okay, I'm going to stop singing. But I really want you to know this. If you listen to those lyrics, my friend, she's also described as a bimbo. The lyrics are, I'm a blonde bimbo girl in a fantasy world. And I got to tell you, when I started digging, are you ready for this? Barbie started as just that, a bimbo. I don't personally like the word bimbo, but Barbie, whose full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts, was introduced to the world in 1959 by Ruth Handler, who is one of the co-founders of Mattel. And Barbie's physical appearance was actually modeled after a German gag doll for men called Bild Lily. And Bild Lily was a risque gift for men based upon a German newspaper cartoon character. She was actually built to have that bimbo body. And, you know, I have to say that when I found that out, I was pretty shocked that her body was modeled after a gag gift. And then I started to wonder, was Ruth ahead of her time? Because at that time, there were icons like Marilyn Monroe and Audrey Hepper that were really iconic and people thought were just so beautiful because quite frankly, I think they were. So is it possible, is it possible that Ruth Handler realized that the world would embrace the image of Barbie because she kind of aligned with those icons 
and yet decided to give a slightly different message that a woman could have it all on her own without a man to provide her with a home, possessions, or influence her career options. Maybe, just maybe, Ruth was a crusader for change in a less overt way. Interesting. So the question becomes, how is it that 64 years later, Barbie remains an icon? Well, it comes down to this. She evolved. Barbie now represents 35 skin tones, 97 hairstyles, and nine body types. She's had over 200 jobs. And as I was doing some research, I found some less common jobs that she's had, including chicken farmer, dentist, UNICEF ambassador, Air Force pilot, zoologist, Olympic athlete, and renewable energy engineer. She is a girl who has done a lot. And of course, always looked fabulous doing it. She's also evolved to represent differently abled people too. There's a Barbie in a wheelchair. There's a Barbie with a prosthetic leg. And one of my favorites that I've seen is Barbie with Down syndrome. So she really has come a long way. And as I was thinking about all of this, and deciding whether or not to turn this into a podcast, I was like, you know what? I think that a lot of us still think about Barbie as that Caucasian 11-inch doll with long flowing blonde locks and that, let's face it, unrealistic body, blue eyes, pink smile, and makeup. And when I reflect on Barbie, that's the one I think of. And usually she's naked when I think of her and getting ready to get dressed for the gazillionth time, because that's what Barbie and I did. We had to get dressed for all of our outings. Barbie really has done a lot to reinforce nostalgia. And this movie, I think, is going to be a huge hit because it does reinforce the nostalgia for so many of us. You know, I'm, I would... I wonder what percentage of women right now had a Barbie as a girl. And if they feel, if you, if you feel like Barbie had a positive or a negative influence on you in any way, the Barbie movie trailer, you got, you, you got to watch the Barbie movie trailer, the Barbie movie trailer. It, it appears to kind of poke fun at that plastic world. And there's one part where it says, this is the best day ever. And so was yesterday. And so is tomorrow. And every day from now until forever. And I laughed so hard because wouldn't it be amazing if every day was the best day ever and nothing ever seemed to go to shit. But reality is, is that things do go to shit. And from the trailer, from what I can tell, Barbie gets this opportunity, if you will, to go to the real world leaving behind her pumps and uh, exchanging them for some Birkenstocks where life is no longer fantastic and plastic. And uh, it looks like she has some adventures and lessons that she learns along the way. 
And I'm actually kind of interested to find out what she encounters in the real world that's so different from that plastic world. Any way you look at it, my friend, Barbie is a powerhouse. She really is. Yes, absolutely. Mattel, the company who created Barbie, is the marketing powerhouse and the creation powerhouse. But let's think about the complex icon that Barbie herself is. She has provided many hours of play to children, many, many hours of sewing to many mothers, and many conversations about her messages and impact over the years. I remember having a conversation with a friend when I was in my early 20s, talking about how Barbie encouraged anorexia. That was the conversation I had with a friend. She was like, Barbie is abhorrent. She encourages anorexia. She encourages eating disorders. She does not embody health. And so it's really fascinating, I guess, to me, because Barbie has evolved over the times and she likely will continue to, but most of us still think of that blonde bombshell, if you will. And of course, in Barbie the movie, what do we have? A blonde bombshell playing Barbie with much more realistic measurements, thank goodness. But we can't negate the fact that for some of us, Barbie still has a special place in her our hearts. And I can say that Barbie has a special place in my heart because of that nostalgia, because of the memories, because I can remember some of those amazing play dates. I remember getting that motorhome and being elated at the age of four to have the Barbie motorhome. And I remember draping the towels and blankets over chairs and over the couch and creating tents and all of the things that I could do. I found little sticks and I made a campfire for her. All the little creative things that I did to create a, a world that Barbie lived in and the opportunity to play adult and to experiment with being an adult with my Barbie. So whether you're a Barbie lover or loather, I think we have to recognize that Barbie is here to stay. And I want to ask you, are you a Barbie girl? What significance, if any, has Barbie played in your life? Perhaps revisit some memories or consider what messages you think she sends. It's an opportunity to have conversations with the young women in your life, the women in your life the men in your life and your friends who have played with Barbie too, because we have a history that brings us to that nostalgic place. And I think we need to talk a little bit about how we feel about what Barbie represents or has represented and how she has evolved over the years and where she is now. Barbie. I wonder how many times I've said Barbie in this podcast. As someone who really, truly wants to nurture the self-love rebel in you, my invitation is to reflect on Barbie, think about whether you're going to watch the movie or not, and also remember that one of the things that is a beautiful piece of life 
for better or for worse, is that nostalgia. And that's why Barbie comes back so strong is because there is a nostalgic element where we remember the beautiful moments and memories that our playtime brought to us and for us. My friend, this is a short one. This is about Barbie, but more than anything, this is actually about you. So are you a Barbie girl? Drop me a message and let me know if you are a Barbie girl. Head on over to the Trifecta of Joy on Instagram or Facebook at Trifecta of Joy. And let me know, are you a Barbie girl? Until next time, please give us a like, leave a review, and remember that you are love and light. You are perfect exactly as you are. And a Barbie girl can be any shape, any size, any color, and any level of happiness and independence that she chooses. From my heart to yours, with so much love. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening, my friend. We are deeply grateful you chose to be here. I trust that this has invited you, even if in some small way, to deepen your awareness, befriend your inner critic, and raise your vibration. Please follow us, leave a review, and share this podcast with a friend. If you have any ideas or feedback, please reach out. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. You are loved.